Silk Zeus. I'm silking, silking, silking. What'd you do? Where you at? Oh, you got silk. Put it on your back. I'm silking fine, sip, sip. I'm silking fine, sip, sip. In a row. In a row. In a row. In a row. Damn it. Damn it, man. Hello, beautiful people. It is I, Black Zeus. It is Black Zeus, the podcast, season three, episode 32. Why am I cruising through this intro? Why, why Zeus, does it sound like you're very comfortable saying Black Zeus, the podcast, season three, episode 32? Why are you so comfortable saying that, Zeus? Well, let me let me tell you, Zeus. Because I already recorded this fucking episode, bro. I recorded it yesterday. I did an amazing episode. I wore this silk shirt. Okay? I wore the exact same shirt. I didn't give a fuck. I liked the look. I liked the episode. I got in some gameplay. It was just smooth, smooth, smooth. And then I go to edit the podcast. Very important step of the podcast. You know, you record, then you edit, then you release this is the middle portion of the podcast, okay? The part that you guys have nothing to do with, you don't even know exists until the release. I went to edit and there was no fucking audio, bro. I lost my mind because I'm like, there's no way. How is there no audio? The video looks clean as fuck. I got my silk shirt on. Why, 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 bro? I got so mad. That I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to leave recording to tomorrow, which is now today, which is the day before the release, okay? A lot of hand gestures if you're just listening to the audio. If you're watching this, look at all this hand, okay? <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just come home after, after uh, work, and I'll immediately record, and then I'll immediately edit. I've done this before. It's doable. I've done it. It's annoying. Because then that usually means I eat a lot later. Plus, I'm also trying to see Lou and B today because we have a bunch of shit to work to work on. And then also just hang out and play some video games. I was very much looking forward to that shit. I don't even know if I'm going to do it now because I'm mad still. Because I just spent the last two hours where I could have been recording and editing still fixing this motherfucking audio problem. And you know what the problem was? Nothing. The problem was nothing. The problem is, is that I'm using a fucking Windows PC, man. You know, gamers, gamers especially, you've been touting the horns of this PC shit forever, right? Uh, why would you play on Xbox? Why would you play on Sony PlayStation? I have a PC. I'm the best. I have a bigger penis than you. Shut the hell up, bro. All right? Yeah, sure. Windows... And PC in general is the place to be if you want to play video games. If, if 
you're all right with jumping through 80,000 fucking hoops. And if you install one program, then maybe fucking eight others stop working. What the fuck? You know that movie? Was it the movie? Was it South Park the movie? There was an episode or it was either South Park the movie where they had a Windows 98 programming error, the military, and then they brought in Bill Gates and they just fucking shot the nigga in the head. That's how I feel right now, my guy. And that was before he owned all the goddamn farmland. <laughs> a little conspiracy corner for you right there. Fuck, bro. This is why I like Mac. I don't care what you say. Suck my left nut, my nigga. Mac is the place to be for just having your shit work. I'm not going to be crazy and be like, it's better than PC in terms of performance. Fuck no. In terms of price, like what you can get for a PC price wise, you can build like a supercomputer and you would get like the most basic Apple computer for the same cost. That is disgusting. But you know what, my nigga? There's something to be said about this Apple ecosystem. It's closed and everything just works. You plug this shit in and it just works. You install something new, it just works. You uninstall something, it just works. It doesn't go in and fuck up a bunch of other drivers and shit. Frig, bro. If I told my parents to try and fix this, they would just fucking, they would not. They would beat the shit out of this computer with a hammer. Fuck. I love you guys so much that I just put myself through so much anguish. But you know what? I stayed calm during most of it. And then every once in a while, I just... And now I've completely vented. I am... A venti from Starbucks, my nigga. This is the Black Zeus venti. Shit. How are, how are you? How is everybody? Look at this silk shirt that I'm wearing, okay? It's a motherfucking real silk shirt, my nigga. None of this faux silk. You ever have real silk press up against your bare skin, baby? It's a really soft feeling, okay? And in the summertime, silk is the material of choice. Because you can literally be in like fucking 40 degrees celsius 80 degrees fahrenheit weather with a silk shirt baby <laughs> that baby that baby's going ham lately i'm going ham on that baby lately <laughs> holy shit i'm really annoyed because i really did have a great episode yesterday and uh i hit a lot of good beats it was natural it flowed and i don't necessarily you know, this is not how things work. This is not how comedy works. And this is not how podcasts should work. It should be all organic. Off the top. Ready to flow. Off the dome. Um, so, the original recording, I talked about a preview for Better Call Saul. And to be fair, granted, I have now finished Better Call Saul. Uh, in my original recording, though, I said this is going to be a blank slate week. I'm going to give everybody a chance to catch up, watch the series finale, and we'll reconvene next week. But now that I'm recording it after I've seen the entirety of the show, Better Call Saul is now finito. The Breaking Bad Better Call Saul universe, finito. And how I feel about it? <laughs> 
Yeah, yo, motherfucking yeah. Yo, tune in next week, though, bitch. That's right. That's right. Tune in next week. I'm sticking to my guns. I'm going to let it ruminate. I'm going to watch the final episode a couple more times. Watch some Easter egg breakdowns or something. Maybe look at shit from a different perspective. I will say this. Greatest television universe ever. Bar none. Ever. Period. Bar none. Full stop. See how I full stopped it? I don't, I don't think in my lifetime I have witnessed any television series from Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul, both of them, be so well-crafted and so well-thought-out. It, it's inspirational as a, as a creator, as an artist. It's inspirational. And uh, I will give a full Better Call Saul series review recap Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Universe, Deep Dive, next week on the podcast. I still have not decided if I want to do a full episode right now. I'm fucking starving. Like, I hope you guys know. And this isn't me harping on you guys, because this is I'm doing this for you out of the love that I have for you. You know? But I hope you appreciate that. Every time I have one of these late fucking episodes or whatever the fuck, usually I'm not eating to get it done for you guys. And if I, I almost didn't even do a recording this week. This is how, this is how nightmarish solving the problem was getting. And this is how stupid PC is, is that the problem was solved by the thing I did the first time. I just had to do it two or three more times, which is uninstall the program, uninstall all the drivers and reinstall them. You think after two times, the PC would be like, you know what? This is a fresh install. We got everything we need. Chef's kiss. Nah, my nigga. Three times. And the only reason I did it a third time is because I was fed up and I tried everything. And Google wasn't helping. YouTube wasn't helping. If you guys are in the market for a sound mixer. uh, You know, mostly it's been good. This Soundcraft notepad mostly has been good. But when it's not good, it's so fucking not good. It's so not good. When it's not good. But when it's good, it's good. And this is my official review of the Soundcraft Notepad FX12. Maybe I'll even cut this out and put it on fucking YouTube. You want that as a review? Is that going to help anybody? You're going to hit a like button on that? You're trying to do some shopping? I'm trying to figure out what the hell I actually even talked about yesterday um, on, the, on the initial recording. Other than this silk shirt, have I brought up the silk shirt? Have I talked to you guys about the silk shirt? I took a weekend off shows again. Um, although last weekend I did some shows, this weekend I just took off. A nice little reset. Hung out with my niggas and my nigglets. Uh, <laughs> I hung out with the gal dem and the, and the man dem on Friday. We went to uh, a local thing. It's, it's an art crawl, which is where they just shut down the street and line each side of the sidewalks, like each side of the street sidewalks with uh, tables and artists can just sell their art. And then every every couple blocks, there's like live performances and shit on the street. Fun time, especially when you're mobbing out with your niggas. If you're white, mobbing out with your whiteies. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Uh, and then we ended up going to, uh, well, first we walked the whole street, saw all the art, and then do what niggas do best, find a place to sit. <laughs> uh, we sat by, um, by some young musicians. Like you could tell they, they almost looked like fresh out of high school. They were so young. Um, but they were talented like a motherfucker and like a, of people started forming around them and we just sat and maybe for an hour and a half, two hours, just listen to them perform live, uh, while this gay couple just danced furiously. Shout outs, shout outs to the one guy in that gay couple and his partner. No shout outs to the partner. No shout outs to that guy. Cause I, I heard them first of all. The, the, the one of the two gay dudes that was dancing, awful dancer, awful motherfucking dancer, but he had that gay confidence through the motherfucking roof, my nigga. He was, I swear to God, I'm not even exaggerating. If you're a Seinfeld fan, if you watch Seinfeld, or if you haven't, look up what I'm about to say. The Elaine Bennis dance from Seinfeld. It's so bad. If you're watching the video part, I'm going to get up for a second right now and do it. In, look at this, look at this. doing this just fucking this and then every once in a while he'd duck his head down like like this like fucking like this nigga was on a bootleg Katy perry music video set it was so funny bro but you know what after after we stopped laughing at him <laughs> it was really embarrassing my nigga but after we stopped laughing at him we're like this nigga's enjoying himself you know that's actually the best part of all this is why people play music on the street. So you could dance like Elaine Bennis. Awful, awful. But why I say no shout outs to his partner is because that nigga is a curmudgeon, bro. This guy, um, I even ended up dapping the guy that was dancing and shit because he was bringing the vibes to the area, man. He was fucking, and he knew, he knew he danced like shit. The best thing about this dude didn't give a fuck. Had that confidence, baby. His partner, none of that confidence. I could hear them arguing. Like, uh, every once in a while, the guy that was dancing would be like, this is why we came out. It's for me to have a good time. Don't tell me not to dance. Also, you start dancing and shit. And the guy's like, you're embarrassing me. He's like, I don't care. I don't care what any of these people see. I'm fucking, uh, I'm dancing because this is what I want. And that's what it's about, my nigga. That is what it's about. So... My nigga, I hope you. I hope the other dude got blue balls that night, my nigga. That's what I hope happened to you, bro. You curmudgeon fuck. <laughs> um, I think that must have inspired the whole crew because we ended up going to a, a club afterwards. All all the guys and girls just rolled out to the club, and I haven't been to a nightclub in a minute. I'm not gonna lie. Um, especially a nightclub outside of Toronto, you know. These these smaller city nightclubs, nowhere near the same vibes. And I'm not going to front. It was nowhere near the same vibes as a Toronto nightclub because it can't be. Those are like massive fucking warehouse buildings uh, with like million dollar light shows going on. But for what it was, man, shout us to and then you. Uh, awesome little Montreal style uh, basement like lounge club. You know, there's some lounge areas. There's a dance floor. It's just really dope. It's just really dope. And uh, we went out there. It was Afro. Um, it was not Soka. I think it was Afro Hall is what they were doing. So Afro beats and dance hall, my nigga. It's like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. 
I had a blast. I got bubbles. I had a nice big African ass just shaking on my dick. Um, and then it reminded me of why I actually enjoy going to nightclubs. Because sometimes girls will just get up on you and just, whoo, you know what I'm saying? Um, have I mentioned the silk shirt, by the way? This is Silk Zeus talking. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Silk Zeus, the podcast. Season one, episode one. This is the first episode of the Silk cast, baby. Um, we're going to play nothing but Silk Sonic. Hopefully one day we'll get those those niggas on as a guest. Um, and this concludes episode one, season one, the Black Silk. Is it Silk Zeus or Black Silk? Hmm. Black Silk or Silk Zeus. I like Silk Zeus. I think I'm going to stick with Silk Zeus. Uh, I do want to say this, though. Um... Actually, wait, before I, before I get into that, let me finish, let me finish out the weekend. Uh, so we dance, danced and hide, hide, got home, slept very late, woke up very late, just chilled the rest of the weekend. I started plotting, uh, for my comedy special, um, on the original recording that didn't end up working out. I gave a bunch of info on my comedy special, but you know what? I'm actually going to hold off. I'm going to hold off other than to let you know. That the dates are set. Uh, the major venue is booked. And um, the venue for Toronto is pretty much set. I think I'm going to stick with it. But I'm still exploring options. But the dates are set. Um, and I'm, pr I'm, I'm practicing the fuck out of the material. And it's coming along so nicely. And um, I really feel like... I, I feel like I'm leveling up again. And, uh, and I only feel that because I'm, what's the right, what's the right way to phrase this? I'm holding myself accountable to a lot of the things that I let slide, uh, which is inside baseball. But wh what I mean by that is, you know, there'll be sets where I allow myself to slack a little bit. And that's because I just know, like, even me slacking, the audience won't pick that up. You know what I mean? Um, it's just like, instead of turning the bitch to 11, I turn it down to like nine. And lately I've even been just conserving my energy and cranking it down to like seven. Um, still great experiences, still smashing these sets. But ever since the Adam Sandler thing, where I've made sure I wasn't even firing on 11, my nigga, the, the knob is set to 10. That's the max. And I cranked that bitch to like 20. Okay. And that's where I thrive. And uh, since I'm in album mode right now, in special mode, special mode sounds bad. Uh, but since I'm in that frame of mind, I, I, I'm not like every set you're going to see from from now on. I don't even think like why stop after the special? It doesn't even make sense. Why? I, I have been having more fun. Uh, the audiences have more fun. And the main thing is, is the energy, you know? I can still get a lot of my goofiness across when I don't fucking crank my energy all the way up. But when I do, it's just a different experience. It, it really does take my sets from like one level to like another, another, not even another level, another stratosphere. I'm a very energetic person. So for me to not bring that to the stage doesn't even really make sense. 
you know? So as I've been working on the album, on the special and the timing of it all and all that, like you got to imagine I'm going to be recording an hour. It's hard to stay super energetic for an hour, but that's where the finesse is. That's where the artistry comes in. That's where you find natural pockets to, to, to dip the energy, you know what I mean? So that you can then crank it back up. It's, it's a whole roller coaster ride, man. It's, a, it's an emotional roller coaster for the audience. And I am the fucking conductor, my nigga. And um, it's just one, it's one of my absolute favorite things about comedy. It's figuring all the little nuances out and just ultimately getting to, the, uh, to a place where you can just turn switches on and off. You know, and that's where I feel like I'm, I'm getting to right now. There's still so much more for me to learn. I am still capable of getting so much better. And that like and that in and of itself is like an exciting reward, you know. To know that I'm still not the best version of myself that I, I, I can be. And that won't even exist until I die. Right before I hit my I fucking zonk out for the last time in life. That that will be the maximum progression I can get in life. And same for you too. Ain't ain't no way, ain't no way you're your best version of yourself when you have another day tomorrow. Cause there's new lessons to be learned, there's fucking new experiences to be had. Just life to live, my nigga. Life to live. Did I mention this silk shirt? I think I'm going with silk zoos. It's silk zoos. Um last week, you may have noticed if you were watching the video version of the podcast. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash AKA Black Zeus. Um, actually, again, I'm going to pause what I was about to say because this is really important. Big hearts, bro. Big hearts. Big love to everybody that subscribed to the podcast and to my YouTube channel in the last uh, week or so. Um, I'm not, I wasn't really vocal about it, but I, it was my birthday. I turned 33, major significant age. Jesus died at 33, but also highest level of Freemasonry, 33 degrees. So that's like the highest level of enlightenment as a Freemason. There, 33 is very, very special number in numerology. A lot of significance around 33 and a lot of major um, world happenings around 33. So I was very excited, you know. Um, but what the hell was I just saying? I think I just had a fucking brain fart. Oh, I was thanking all the subscribers. Oh my God. That's weed for you folks. I actually didn't smoke before this episode. This is, this is what happens when I get fucking flustered. And now the hunger is really setting in. This is the hunger games for real, for real, my nigga. But, um, I did something I normally don't do, especially on my birthday. But like I crawled out of my social media hole. You, if you guys have listened to the podcast for more than five seconds, you know I don't really fuck with social media. The only reason I'm on it is because I'm a comedian and I have to promote myself. And I'm just now starting to really take that seriously and, and start to get better at it. And also, please subscribe uh, to my YouTube. <laughs> and uh, follow me, a.k.a. Black Zeus on all social media and a.k.a. Black Zeus on YouTube. So I did something I normally don't do, especially on like Facebook. I, I post zero times a year on Facebook, especially on my birthday. This time, though, I came out of my hole and I said, everybody, motherfucker, it's my birthday. 
Don't you dare wish me a happy birthday if you're not going to subscribe to my podcast or subscribe to my YouTube. And, like, I got, like, 20, 20 subscribers that day. And I wanted to say I love you. I thank you. I appreciate you. You guys are literally the initial 100 core, okay? We got 20 more to go. But you 100, bro. Y'all, y'all are going to be the ones I will never fucking forget. Because you know what's funny? Is uh, everybody's always like, oh, man, I want to support you. I want to this and that. Tell me when your next show is. Let me fucking do-do-do. And then they never show. Uh, let's do a little comedy history lesson for you right now. Comedy history lesson. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I actually like that. Uh, uh, maybe I'll start doing this more often because I did it on the last episode too. But here's a little comedy history fact. Comedians, when they first start out, invite everybody to their shows. Comedians, when they first start out, invite everybody to their shows. Or at least most comics do. Some of them have inside knowledge. Some of them come into the industry through another friend who's a comedian. So they kind of put them on game a little bit. But typically, when you start out, you're inviting everybody to all these shows. Because you want people to see that you're active, you're starting a new thing, and you're just proud and, and like super excited and shit, and you want to share that with people. And then you bring your friends out to the shows, and they come. And you know what happens? You bomb. You suck. You're garbaggio. Because you're new at comedy. What are you, what are you thinking, bringing these people out to a show? Now, and they come to a couple shows, you know? They'll come to like the first two, three shows that you invite them to because they're like in the back of their heads. They're like, you know what? That's the first time I saw him. I know he just started. Maybe that wasn't a good show. Whatever, whatever. Then they come see you again. And you know what happens? You bomb again. You suck. You stink. You smell like garbaggio. And then they just never come to shows again. That's what happens. And then you start getting good. And then you start getting good. And, uh, you know, you're inviting maybe sparsely here and there. And then you start getting really good. And then you start getting so good that you can charge for tickets. That's when you start inviting people back out again. Somewhere in between that pocket of starting to get really good and so good that you can charge for tickets. But here's the thing. A lot of the people that you invited out when you first started have that memory in the back of their head. They're like, this guy sucks. And sure, maybe they've been seeing you post on social media and all this stuff. But mentally, in the back of their head, last time they saw you live, they're like, this is garbage. I don't want to see my friend do this bad in life. So then it's, it's a lot harder to get them to come out. I'm at that point now with, with the comedy special. I haven't been inviting anybody to shows for a long time. And there's another reason, too. There's a, like a layered reason. Because once you're actually like, once you're actually good on stage it's harder to want people that you know in the audience because the reactions you get from them, not that they're not genuine. It's just that they know you. So it's harder to gauge like true reactions from people that you know, because there's a level of bias, you know? And so that's why once comics start getting good, they stop inviting people out because they want, that pure, honest, raw feedback from the crowd. They either want the pure the pure laughs or the pure sadness. Who's calling me right now? Nigga, get the fuck out of here. I'm recording. And, that, and that's what happens. 
Um, but I will be inviting people to my comedy special because I'm I'm doing some big venues, and uh, you know, I've gotten profoundly good. I'm very excited to to share this next this next phase. Now I'm I'm gonna get out of here really soon, but if you noticed last week, I was playing video games. I was playing a video game. I was playing Skate Three, and if you heard my ex- explanation last week, I've been playing a lot of Skate Two. With uh, some some friends in my apartment building, uh, we've been playing a lot of Skate Two, being nostalgic, going back to like games that we played from back in the day. I don't know why I decided to boot up Skate Three on the podcast. I thought, I thought maybe you know it's just uh, it's more enjoyable, it's more recent. Now there is a big difference. Skate Two and Skate Three. Skate 2 is like more realistic, closer to a skate simulator, a, a skateboarding simulator. Skate 3, a little more arcadey, a little easier to jump in and out of, if, especially if you're like a casual uh, gamer, you know. So I was playing this on last week's episode, and uh, first time I ever played games on the podcast, it was essentially a test run through, because I want to start doing this more and more. And I'm getting the flow of it. Also, I'm not really familiar with the uh, physics, the mechanics of Skate 3 as much as I am Skate 2. So I'm shitting the bed. I did very bad. But my partner in crime, my fucking friend, my confidant, my producer, Lou from 27 Collective. This piece of shit, this motherfucker, this jackass. Based off, based on watching last week's podcast, told me that he could beat me in any video game ever. I got so fucking mad. I got so mad. I'm like, what the fuck? You're gonna base? You're gonna base this off of me playing a game that I haven't played in years on a, a podcast recording where I'm learning to fucking manage playing a game and talk to the audience at the same time. You're gonna say. That that is the best of my abilities, you piece of shit. You motherfucker. So, to round out this episode, I got I got my controller right here again. And I booted up Skate 2 this time. If you want to take a look at the corner of the screen right now, you'll see this is my Black Zeus character in Skate 2. You'll notice there's no dreads. Because once again, the dreadlock selection in Skate games, awful. At least up until this point. Garbage. They didn't even have dreadlocks in Skate 2. They had braids. Okay? So, fuck that shit. This is actually... This character right here is actually pretty pretty spot on for a video game that came out in, like, 2015. It's pretty accurate to what I look like without dreads. That is actually even what my hair looks like without dreads. But what I'm going to do right now is load up the Mega Compound. Going to get a couple runs in. Just so Lou and you, if you were somehow sitting at home thinking, wow, this guy's garbage. Like I could beat him at any fucking video game ever. My nigga, what is going on right here? What is this level of disrespect? Okay. Let me get a, let me get a nice little drop. Okay. Okay. I have to, I have to get a good run right now. I have to, I have to skate a very clean line just to start off. All right. Am I going to do the loop? Oh, he did the loop. I did the loop, you son of a bitch. 
Well, that was, I didn't fall, but that wasn't, that was lackluster, you know what I'm saying? Come on. All right. That was a decent, that was a decent run of the mega compound. Didn't fall once, Lou, you son of a bitch. Didn't fall once. Did a little flip right there. Did a little judo 180 backflip, you piece of shit. Can you do a judo 180 backflip, Lou? Can you? Let's do another more solid run. Bigger tricks. Can I do a flip into the fucking ramp? Well, not like that. Jesus Christ. That was bad timing. That was bad timing. Damn it. All right, one more try. Third time's a charm. Lou, you son of a bitch. I got to prove you wrong right now. Yes. All right. Yes. 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 All right. This isn't the best. This isn't full of like crazy tricks, but it's working. It's working. Well, this, I'm going to fall right here. All right. That was a pretty good run. That was a pretty good run. And also, Lou, I want you to know, I'm going to bring your ass back into the studio before I do all this shit with Hendog. And we're going to play this game. Because this, this game came out back in the day where, yeah, online multiplayer was a thing, but also couch co-op. So we're going to play this. We're going to play this like a motherfucker. You hear me, Lou? You fucking hear me, you piece of trash? You think you could beat me in any game? So we're obviously now going to have to start an online series where we go back and forth and trying to play different games and beat each other's ass, which is what we're going to do. Anyways, I just, I just wanted a little preview, okay? Turning the video game off now. I'm starving. I got to go eat, and I got to get this theme to Henny. So I'm going to make a theme right now. I'm going to make it right now. Black Zeus, the podcast, season three, episode 32, Silk Zeus, ladies and gentlemen. I'm silking, I'm silking, I'm silking. What do you do? Where you at? Oh, you got silk? Put it on your back. I'm sipping wine, sip, sit in a robe. I got a pussy appointment in a couple hours. Hoo hoo. I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna smash. I'm gonna put it right in a big ass. We could be fucking. She's sucking. We licking. We twerking. We um sure i'm gonna leave it at that my nigga i gotta get the fuck out of here i gotta get out of here but i did it again i put myself through hours of torture for this one episode i hope you guys really appreciate it i will be back next wednesday as always on all social platforms all streaming platforms i should say uh, spotify apple google and youtube my nigga Please subscribe, leave a comment, do all that good stuff. Once again, thank you to the 20 subscribers that just hit that button. Make sure you you stay up to date because this channel is, is evolving and uh, at a faster pace now. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I'll be back next week. Peace, peace. Silk Zeus. I'm silking, I'm silking, I'm silking. What'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? Oh, you got silk, put it on your back I'm sipping fine, sip, sip I'm sipping fine, sip, sip In a row